hypothetical, what would the Colts? What would be a reasonable to get him? Yeah, we have the money. The only thing about that topic is I just don't know. I don't think I just I don't think the Colts will or would. Yeah, really. That's not like Ballard's way in. We have money, but like one of the things like why we didn't spend a bunch is like because we had no, we got to re-sign like Quentin Nelson, Darius Leonard, and Braden Smith. Two of the most paid players at that position. That's actually been a genius thing by him because if you think about it, we haven't really, we've had all this money and haven't really spent big since we drafted Nelson, Leonard, all that. So like he he knows what he's doing. He wants to keep those guys at least. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, Quinn Nelson's probably going to be one of the best linemen. Um, I feel like at the time of his contract, he'll probably be one of the highest paid, if not the highest. Same for Darius Leonard. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But that's just always been like Ballard's philosophy has always been built through the draft. Yep. So, and that one works. So you definitely want to build on that one. Were they they the same year? I think they were rookies at the same time, right? That was the same draft class. Darius Leonard and Quentin Nelson, I know were. Yeah. I think Braden Smith was too, maybe. Braden Smith's like Steelers do the same kind of thing. What I love. So in the NFL, there's not is there like big market, small market like the NBA or no? Because there is uh, a yeah. salary cap, right? There is a salary, so a salary cap in the NBA too. It's literally just location. Yeah, everybody's got the same amount of money to spend. Okay, so, but I don't think like you you're capped at spending that much. But I don't think every team has that much. Right, no, I, think, I think I feel like everybody has that much to spend. Are you talking about just, NFL or NBA right now? NFL. Everybody's got that much to spend. It's just like everybody spends that amount. I mean, it's just based on contracts, though, and what. Actually, now that I think about it, yeah, I don't know. I feel like in America, what would you say NFL is way more popular than NBA in America? That's tough. Yeah, I don't know. I'm about to Google it. Which one generates? I would probably the... say, I would probably lean NFL, but I think basketball is catching up. I think basketball like. Guys. Yeah, I agree. I mean, because there's definitely a lot high market, low market in the NBA. Oh yeah, that's but if drastic. Not one in the NFL, but the that's because they have, like, the NFL is a hard cap, so that means everybody's got the same amount to spend. You can't go over where the NBA, like the MLB. I can't tell you about the NHL. I don't. I'm, I would imagine the NHL is hard capped, but uh, MLB and NBA, it's soft cap. Or yeah, it's which means you can't. Does that mean you can go over? Yeah, you can go over, and that what and that's what creates like obviously big market, small market, because some teams aren't uh, some teams aren't willing to go over because then you got you're talking about the owner either paying out their pocket or you're talking raising taxes or something like that. I never knew that. I mean, I knew it, but I never like thought about it. Like teams like not wanting to go over versus teams like do because of their ability to pay it back like you see where it is it's new york it's los angeles it's miami i mean that's why the pacers they won't go over it because they know people will be pissed if like like i said if anything changes yeah if it's on them i never thought about it like that uh, like because nfl wise you don't really think of a team that's like less popular yeah, I feel like the NFL is just based on if they're good or not. Like, if they're that doesn't mean like it's the popularity thing because I mean they all play on the same day. 
I guess. Yeah. So like, well, like, I feel like, like bad teams are games. gonna be bad still though, but I feel like it doesn't make them unpopular. I like I was still say there's higher market teams though, you know, like Oh like, definitely. I, I put Pittsburgh up there for sure as a higher market but, team. But I, I still think like, it's really just like based on winning. Right. I mean, the Steelers and, like, Cowboys, like, maybe they have a little bit more just because, like, you know, they've been... History. Little, yeah, like, historically, they've been a winning team. But I think when it comes down to it, like, I mean, you would say, like, the Chiefs, they got as much buying power as anybody right now. Tampa Bay, I mean, Tampa Bay had, like, half of their starters <laughs> were free agents this year, and nobody thought they were going to be able to sign them all. And they, they just knew. did. Yeah, they yeah. knew that. Hey, Godwin and all that, but because they just won the Super Bowl, a lot of people took mo- like less money that they would have got in other places. Yeah, and I know, I know, like the thing with football too is like, I think it's been discussed. I was talking to another friend about it, like how guys will go to different teams, not just based on money, but the system as well, or like just the, you know, the culture, like the culture or whatnot. Yeah, the culture. That's why There's the culture. More- I'm glad the Colts are a good destination for the culture aspect. Everyone knows well, the Colts is a good organization. Part of it too is just like it's like the fact that NBA you only have five players on the floor at one time, whereas NFL you have eleven. Yeah. yeah. So like, I think M- NBA, obviously, no matter how bad your team is, if you have LeBron James, you're going to be pretty good. Yeah. Where- I think players in the NFL realize that not one person can't carry the whole team. Like it takes eleven guys. Yeah. Where in the NBA, one guy makes a huge difference. <laughs> and even and even if you are a big name in the NFL, you may not fit that team's scheme very well. If that makes sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's like yeah. a couple. Like for example, Aaron Donald, game-changing player. But you know, maybe take someone else who's good, but not like Aaron Donald good. Could that be a reason why you don't see as many like superstar, like not even really super teams, but like big superstar moves? You usually see the same people that are really good stay on the same team for like a long time. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Well, definitely diff more so than the NBA. I don't know. When you say like superstars, you kind of think quarterbacks, and like I know we were having this discussion the other day like, a couple weeks ago about, like, defensive ends, like, pass rushers is just a position that there's, like, they're, the few and, they're few and far between, so when you get a good one, teams aren't going to let them, like, Yeah, because you don't want to have to go play up against that. You don't want to have to run after yeah. your quarterback. I mean, there's not, like, a lot of, like, big-name top-tier pass rushers in the league. I mean, there's maybe, like, ten teams that have one. And, there and that's might a be third one, of the league right there. And they they might have there might be one or two teams that maybe have two, but so I think like when you think of superstars in the NFL, you typically think of quarterbacks. So I think it's kind of like the same thing. Once it's such an important position that once you get a good one, you're pretty much doing everything in your power not to. You're signing long con- longer contracts. You're not, not seeing to, two, well, three, yeah. even one year contracts. That's why you see Mahomes on a ten year deal, dog. It's crazy. And like I think it's sometimes it some has to do with like position too. Running backs you kind of see change teams just because they're life they're expect- expendable. They're, well, their life expectancy in the NFL is not very long, so that's why yeah. a lot of times you have the running backs they hold out because they want a new contract, but the team's hesitant because you know after their rookie contract, if their rookie contract's like you know four years, 
I mean, you don't know how much longer a running back's going to last after four years. That's why they're kind of hesitant. A lot of teams are hesitant to give running backs a big second contract, so then the running backs hold out because yep. they want to get they want to get a long term deal, and it's usually the fact that they might not have a problem paying them, but they don't want to pay them long term. When, oh, like yeah. we said earlier, your running back rooms can always be deep or deeper than any really a lot of the other positions, and they're so oh, expendable. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. But there so... are superstar running backs we should mention. Like, I would say top-tier running backs right now, probably Derrick Henry. Well, yeah. Uh, Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> I, I mean, like... We got to see I him mean, do it more. He, was only, he only really think, did it for, like, half a season last year, if you think about I think it. Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor would be the second tier down, though. Yes, I agree. Maybe not, maybe not, not elite, but definitely... He's got to prove it still. He's just young. I would say, he's still... He's, he's just, Still has a lot to prove. I mean, like he's he's got the yeah. potential. Who would you pair up with, uh, Derrick Henry, as like the upper uh, tier in the running? I would packs. say Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he's healthy. Christian McCaffrey, uh, Saquon when he's healthy. Yeah, uh, that's the thing too. Saquon really hasn't proven that much. He's been uh, hurt. Right. Like he was hurt all last year. Like he didn't get to play last year, but he's been really year. good played. Yeah. Would you put Zeke up there or below? Well, and that's why I was going to say, I think before last year, you would definitely put Zeke up there. Yeah. But I think after last year, I think he might be in the tier yeah. below. Honestly, I would want to put Alvin Kamara up in that top tier. I can. I would be fine with that. What about Dalvin Cook? Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook's up there. Yeah. So is that four? Yes. I, I like really the Jonathan know. Taylor at the second one though. The, his biggest thing, like we said, is he he was dominant. But you got to keep going. You played one season. Yeah. And I know there's like there's there's I think I know I'm not off the top of my head. I can't think, but there's there might be one or two more in that like superstar. I feel like we're uh, just missing uh, would obvious. You put, would you put Aaron Jones? I wouldn't I would put, put a super. Him. I wouldn't put I would a superstar. Put tier, I'd probably he's at least the tier down. Thank It's so annoying that we, because I, I agree with the McCaffrey and Saquon, but it's annoying that after both names we said, but he's injured. Like they're about to come off injuries, so like there's just that huge like who knows. What about Nick Chubb? Nick, Nick Chubb, Chubb is borderline there. Thought about him, and then you guys started listening off some other people. And I forgot his name. Yeah. I think I think he's up there. Yeah, he's got the potential. And that sure. might be. That might be the last one. Like those, like off the top of my head, Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Saquon. Pre-injury, where would you put uh, Marlon Mack? Pre-Achilles injury. Not, not. Def, nah, definitely not one. But would you would you put him in that second? I would probably I would probably go like third, probably. <clears throat> Just because that was another thing. I think he he would have to prove it, and it wasn't like. I mean, he yeah. got like, barely a thousand. I mean, he was good. Don't get me wrong. But, yeah. But like, if we compare his a thousand yard to the, season, right. to Jonathan Taylor's <laughs> last year, like we're ready to put Jonathan Taylor in two. No hesitation. He full yeah. work, full workload. I would say Melvin Gordon when he was on the Chargers was borderline. Probably two. He would have been teetering one, two, probably maybe one. He, he might have been one. I don't know. I'd have yeah. to like see because I think that would be a good, like we said, that would be a good first tier. Then I don't know who. I'd have to look at like the list to see who. I had a list pulled up, and we named all the ones up until like 
where it was like obvious picks. I'll put it back up. Yeah, it was Derrick Henry, Delvin Cook, Christian McCaffrey, Nick Chubb, Alvin Kamara, Aaron Jones, Saquon. Alvin Kamara is probably my favorite running back out of that group, to be honest. It's pretty dominant. And then it was yeah. Chris Carson on the Seahawks, Josh Jacobs, Kareem Hunt. They have Zeke at 12. Yeah, yeah like, Zeke had a really bad year for considering. Yeah, like, if, like I said, if it was if last year, if we didn't take into account last year, this was like we were doing this up going into, up to last year, he would have been, you know, tier one easy. But yeah. Was yeah, he injured last year? Like, I forget. Or did he just not, not play good? Really. Just in, I don't think he was hurt that much. Yeah, he may have been like, knocked up a little bit, but nothing crazy. Well, and Dak was hurt, so that puts a lot more pressure on him. And then, uh, like we were talking about in the last episode or whatever, that their O-line isn't near as good as what it used to be. So it was kind of yeah. like a mixture of two things. You don't really have a passing game, so they're focusing on the run. And plus, your offensive line really isn't that good anymore. That's why I was so mad because I just traded like for Amari Cooper like the week before Dak got hurt, which I was like, "Oh man, I just won this trade big time." <laughs> and then Dak got hurt, and I was like, "Oh." God. I mean, Amari Cooper still put up numbers, but nothing compared to when he was like his target rate, like his, the amount of targets he was getting per game was ridiculous. What do you guys think about the extra regular season game being added? Which did result in one last preseason game, I'm pretty sure. I think they're only doing three weeks of preseason. Oh, really? Yeah. Personally, other like the only, I mean, of course, as a football fan, I love it because it's like you know one extra week of football, one extra meaningful game. Yeah, meaningful game. Because I mean, preseason. I mean, I'll still watch the preseason games. Same, because it's it's a lot of no football, and then that's the first football you get back is the preseason. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like, you know, one more meaningful game is kind of a big deal. Uh, pretty important. The only thing I don't like about it, and I, I don't know how much this is going to really factor into it long term. People may not even care, but, like, the statistics. Um, you know, the statistics are going to be, like, like, you know, after a long time, that extra game is going to add up. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, through a whole career. So like, you're gonna see people breaking records and mowing through like standings, I guess, like in time quicker because yeah. of one extra yeah. game. Yeah. Because like, say that one extra game, you go for like, you know, you blow up and get like an extra 300 yards. You know, yep. something like as a quarterback, for example. You know, say you throw for like 300 yards or something. And like the touchdowns, that. if yeah. you could throw the yeah. three, four, even five, like you know, touchdown passes. Yeah, and then multiply that by like their whole career. No, um, that's a good point. So, like, that's the only thing. What are they gonna happens. do about that? Are they just that's some kind of just major? Say, I guess we're just not gonna count. We're just the not gonna count. Game. <laughs> you get you as a player, you get one game to not count. Yeah, no, get your worst stats for that game. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, they might just. I mean, because I think through time, though, that's definitely been a thing. Like, I, I imagine in the NBA. Uh, there's definitely been change in how many games have been played. I don't know. But well, it, to compare it to like the NBA, it would be like, I don't know if somebody broke the scoring record now, but there's a three-point line. You know, like, yeah. I don't think they're going to change it. Like, people are still going to break records with the 17. It's just going to be like, it's going to be like us talking to our dads about like, I don't know, like, I don't know, Pat Mahomes broke the, I don't know, what a passing touchdown record, but and then, you know, your dad's like, but he had an extra game or something like that. Like, yeah. That was a record, but 
it'll just be uh, it'll just be one of those things that you kind of like a talking point. In the future, yeah. we're setting ourselves up for a future episode thirty years from now. Yeah, exactly. I could see Mahomes doing that though. But I was also going to comment too. Preseason is like one of those things where, like last year, where they didn't have a preseason. Like I kind of feel like I really missed it, even though like oh, it's it's definitely fun. huge, bro. When it, but then it's like when you actually like have it like normally like the years before it's like okay like one or two games you're like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to watch them I want to watch my starters play the entire game please yeah you get to yeah. like four and you're like okay like you know bring the regular season I'm like come on like you're not even really watching the game unless you're like yeah, really that's... trying to see what some of these like fourth and fifth string guys that's are, the biggest part of it of which, the preseason yeah, fun because that could be your future especially you know injuries exactly yeah. And that's the thing, too. Like, for some reason, I don't know. Yeah, like, that stuff really matters. Like, your depth chart really matters in NFL, I feel like. It does. Well, like, examples, I don't know. You had the Colts quarterback situation this year. Well, a preseason last year could have helped a little bit because we would actually know what Jacob Eason looks like, but you still don't, really. Yep. Right? Yeah. You didn't have a preseason to see what he could do. So That's why I'm excited to see, like, Dwayne Haskins. Well, I didn't realize preseason. until you start talking about it. You don't realize how major it, it really is. Like if you break something down, yeah. yeah. And it, I don't know about you guys, but uh, oh, I can't think of what it's called now. But that show, actually, I should go back and watch it that from last season because I really didn't watch it last season. But uh, the Hard Knocks. Yeah, the hard knocks I, I, I feel really like I've watched like, one episode of that. And I liked it, but I keep forgetting that it even it's exists. So good, dude! You gotta watch it. It's I watched the ones where it was the Rams. It was the Rams and I think the Raiders. Yeah. I think it was two. Oh yeah, they did. Like, I think they did do something like that. I wish every They've team done, did like, that. I love the behind the scenes stuff, bro. Yeah. They usually just specialize in one team. I imagine. I don't, I don't really it's like a last chance you in the NFL. Yeah, that's really how it be. So, so are we but, cool uh, with the uh, overall? Are we cool with one less? preseason and one more regular season game i like it yeah it's the same amount of games i guess just one yeah one, one actually counts yeah it's one more meaningful one less not meaningful so we're gonna pick the jags or the jets which first year head coach and qb combo will have more success oh dude i gotta go with the, i gotta go with the jags same I mean, you got. I don't know who the Jets' new head coach is. Oh, uh, oh no, it was the it was the 49ers defensive coordinator that Robert Sala dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how to say his last name. I do remember. I like this guy. I don't know why I recognize his face so much, but yeah, like I've seen his face before a couple times, and I'm like, oh okay. Well, yeah, Uh, the year the Niners went to the Super Bowl, I think he was their defensive coordinator. That's how you probably remember him. He's a big. He's a big dude. Yeah, I actually forgot. Yeah, I actually forgot he was their new coach. So it's him, and then um, on the other side, he's with Zach Wilson. On the other side, you got Urban Meyer with Urban Trevor Potter. Lawrence. So, and the reason I mean, the reason I say Jags is just not necessarily because of Trevor Lawrence, but just because of Urban Meyer. I mean, like the dude's got some serious credentials uh, with his, you know, college days and whatnot. You just hope he can I transfer it to the think. NFL. You know, I don't see why he couldn't. You know, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I feel like. I mean, I know one's college and one's NFL, but like in terms of strategy, I feel like that's all kind of similar. Yeah, I could be wrong on that, but uh, I don't know. I think like overall, it's like just in terms of how well the quarterbacks and the coaches do, or like just the seasons as well. 
Like, because uh, I mean, you got the whole defense and everything like that. I don't know who's a more complete team between the Jets and the Jags. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think both teams are kind of in the same situation. I think it's uh, they're both not that complete, but they both think they just got their franchise quarterback. Look at the divisions yeah. in each two. I mean, one has to play Buffalo twice a year, and put. I mean, potentially if New England's good, twice a year, and then I mean, Jags got yeah. us and the Titans. That would be tough. See if these new new coaches can hang leading a team in a tough division. Well, that's why I got to play. I would probably lean towards the Jags just because I think Trevor Lawrence is kind of the more for sure thing than Zach Wilson. Yeah, I still think I I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be really good. Yeah, and then also I think same thing with the coaches. Like I don't this. New co- the new coach at Jets, like, I don't know, you've never seen him as a head coach, but right. Urban Meyer, like, I know it's at the collegiate level, but he's shown that he can just flat out win ball games, you know? Yeah. I think you, I think you, you lean towards the Jags just because you, they got two of the more for sure things, whereas the other two on the Jets side are kind of, you know, they're not, they're not the for sure thing. You, you don't know yet. Yeah. I think it could be a rough season for them. The Jets is the Jets at the end of the day. That's why I would pick yeah. the Jags. Cause you know, it used to be the Browns of the Browns, but now it's the Jets. Jets kind of took that one over. They yeah. ain't got Mark Sanchez. For real. You know, he led them to the championship. Yeah. What, the AFC championship? I believe so. Uh, I mean, I know he used to be good for a couple of years. Until he ran into a dude's butt. Yeah, but it all went downhill from It there. all spiraled after that moment. There's really no coming back from that because it just – a reaction no. to it, I guess. You still see that play. I thought there was something else that was kind of worse than that, though, that just kind of took over. I feel like it was this past season or a couple seasons. Some some was worse than that, considered to be. I can't remember what I did, so. I think I know what you're talking about, because I remember them referencing the buff fumble to compare them. Yeah. Yeah. So what about this Julio Jones situation? Uh, you know. Do you think what they did to him the other day was – uh? That was dirty, man. That was a little that dirty. So it's definitely dirty if he didn't know he was on air, which I don't think he did. But I mean, there's a chance he did, but you just don't know, right? I don't think. Yeah. But if he does, if he didn't know, then yeah, it's dirty. But so for those who don't like, know, he they on Skip and Shannon's Undisputed, the the daily morning show that they've been doing forever. Um, I I don't know if. I th- I want to say that Shannon called him back. I think he was returning a missed call, or he just might have just called up right on the spot right there. Um, but on that phone call, live on the show, Julio Jones said that he wants out of Atlanta, and he also said that he doesn't want to go to Dallas because you guys remember he wore a Cowboys hoodie, so everyone was speculating that. He put that to rest, and he talked trash about the Cowboys. So He said yeah, something. Yeah, that's what I thought was funny. That was funny. Yeah. He said he wanted uh, and Cowboys ain't doing that. He said. He said. You he know that, man. But to quote what he said about Atlanta, he said, "I'm out of there, man." So he he pretty much said he's out. So back to the thing that was kind of dirty, though. Yeah, because like I mean, there was no buzz around it until that moment. Well, because yeah, because he he hadn't was... said anything about it. He said something. I think before the draft, or the the reports came out that they were shopping him, they were down to shop him before the draft. Yeah, that's when that came so, out. What I want to know is like, did this incident spark 
the whole trade like for them to actually trade him now, or were they already in the so like process said, of doing that? There was, I want there was reports that it's shopping, but like were there anything right, going on? right? And I think I did like they that report did come out that they were shopping, but I want to say at the same time the owner or the coach or somebody came out and said that they weren't. Like there might have been a report that they were, but they weren't. There was just this. this uncertainty between both sides of what's really going on oh, okay and then they call well, him and then he says he's out of there so like it's like uh you got your answer that's awkward. <laughs> yeah so i guess we'll see uh, said he wants to go to new england or tennessee is what's going on that's what it says narrowed down the teams to the time i hope he doesn't go to the titans because there is that little bit of if he'll still be as dominant I mean, you, I don't. There's no reason to say he won't, oh, but I mean, no. there's always that. There. Yeah, you do not want to play Julio Jones, all right? Nah, especially on the yeah. Titans. The Titans are a great team. Yeah. I think I this think is one of those things. Like we were talking earlier, like about like uh, you know Saquon and CMC that he's gonna be good if they're healthy. Yeah. Like, there's no- he, missed some game, he missed some games last year. It's not like he's injury prone. I think. Uh, I was listening to the radio and they were talking about it. I think because somebody called him and talked about how he's injury prone and it was like a fan or whatever, and they kind of like fact checked him and he said he, that he'd been hurt like for like a bunch the past two years, but he he missed like eight games last year, I think it was. So it was. I don't think it, like, his injury was anything really serious either. Like yeah. it was just some minor. They yeah, it's going to sit you out for half a season, but it's nothing. To, it's not like he fractured anything or had major surgery. And the other thing is, too, I think depending on how successful your season is going may depend on how urgent it is for you to get back, if that makes any sense at all. Yeah. Right. What about him catching balls from Ryan Tannehill? That's going to be – I feel like that would be That's a the great question. thing. Ryan Tannehill is starting to show that he can be better than what he was in the past, but I feel like he still hasn't quite shown – That's a very under-the-radar team and quarterback. You, The Titans are all – we know the Titans are good because they – they win the division over the Colts, and that's a really good battle with them every year. But like, yeah. you never really hear. And Ryan Tannehill is a solid player, but they don't do anything in the playoffs. I think. I think the he's always because I thought like the Titans would be on a kind of like not not really a down year, but I just like it's one of those things that even though Tannehill's put like two or three good years in a row, it's like you remember him in his Miami days, and you're like he's gonna come down at some point, right? <laughs> but he, just, he really hasn't. Like he's just been, he's been solid I mean, for a couple of years in a row now. He's been at, he's been, yeah. you know, pretty like you know, top top ten quarterback probably in the league for a couple of years now. Yeah. Last year, thirty three touchdowns, think- seven picks, sixty five percent completion. I want to see more touchdowns though. Thirty three touchdowns. I want to see that high thirties, forties, like. But well, I mean, you have Derrick Henry on your team, so yeah. I was gonna say the you know also <laughs> thing going for him is he doesn't really have any pressure because you know, said Derrick Derrick Henry. Yeah, that's and a also, lethal. The Titans are. You don't hear about them. That's a solid team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They definitely are. Which sucks because you know we usually steal one, and then we we never two zero them, and we never really get two zero division record with Tennessee. And that's just like a lot of weapons. I mean, especially if they get Julio, which if I was Titans, I definitely would. If I was Julio, I would go to Tennessee. I would prefer them. That's what them. I'm saying, though. Like, I don't know. Who was their number two receiver last year? A.J. Brown. Corey right. Did you get A.J. Brown and Julio in the mix? I mean, that's... 
They got they got pretty nasty. I think Corey Davis. I can't. I think he signed somewhere else, but he he was like their number two last year. And he oh, just, okay. But uh, yeah, if you pair Julio with AJ Brown, uh, be dangerous. I would definitely yeah, choose Tennessee I mean, over New England, bro. You go to New England. You got uncertainty at quarterback. He got either a rookie or Cam Newton. Who knows who's going on with Cam Newton? And you one year in the cold. I would rather go to Tennessee than New England, to be honest. I'd much rather go to Tennessee out of those two. Teams. But would New would Tennessee pursue him? Realistically, um, I don't. I mean, I don't see why they. Should. You're giving up a first round pick. I think that's what the Falcons are asking for. Yeah. It's just at a least, or is that really yeah, it? Least. Just one first rounder for him? At least a first rounder. I, think, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's like at least a first rounder. I don't know what the cap situation is because I know Julio's making a decent amount of money. So oh, he's going to make a crazy amount of money. No, I think right now it's he's on fifteen million a year. I don't know if you're like a team New England. I don't know if you do it just because you're kind of in like the rebuilding phase. But if you're like Tennessee, I mean that's potentially somebody that could put you over the hump. So yep. I think you got the. You could be that piece if off to something. Really yeah, if you really think can't compete for a Super Bowl, if you're or if you think you're on the borderline of competing for a Super Bowl, then I think that's a. It's like one of those moves. I think you got you got at least evaluate. Yeah, I saw that they were a, a potential destination, and little baby was like, "Damn, why? Why the Titans? Go somewhere else. Come on, yeah, that's yeah, tough. Be you bad never, news for Colts. You never want to see your division <laughs> rival be get better. You know. Yeah. <laughs> It wasn't for you know Ballard being about building through the draft. I mean, the Colts might be in that conversation too. Dude, the Colts could make a really good, crazy signing because if we weren't all team draft, we would spend our money. You know, like we would. Ugh. Yeah, like I said, we've or we've spent some money, but uh, they're really focused on signing the guys, building the like culture, building a winning yeah. culture. That's why I, I, that's one of the greatest things I like about it. Bringing back Darius and uh, Big Q. Nelson. Like I said, I think Braden Smith's contract. I, I think he was the same draft class. I think I, I saw some video of Quentin Nelson the other day, and I think he was at like the race or something at the track. It's awesome. Pounding those hams. <laughs> so how is it? Is because I I remember before because at least before COVID because I mean we didn't do anything last year, but how's the race? environment going up to like the race day in indy right now is it big like was there a lot of can you uh, go to the track and a lot of people go i know there's a concert on the 29th diplo and machine gun kelly is that the day before the race i think so it's yeah it's yeah. saturday i kind of want to go i'm not gonna lie <laughs> just um, just go to a concert was answer the question i haven't been to the track this year uh usually like before COVID, like month of May, I was at the track often. Right. I just There's just so much going on, isn't there? Like leading up to the race, and is it all for the race? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's just a lot of practice and stuff like that. Practice, and then uh, and they'll have like Fast Friday where they add horsepower to the cars and they just try to go as fast as they can. I mean, you're talking like I've never heard of that, and that's the coolest thing. Typically. What is- uh, fast Friday. When they do Fast Friday, they add horsepower to the cars, and it's a practice where they just—I mean—they're going as fast as they can. It's, what do they? What do they reach? Um, probably clo- close to two forty, I think. 
Because I think they they qualified this weekend, and I think the pole sitter was averaging like without all the extra horsepower was like I think their average lap time was just under one thirty two. It was it was either over one, just over one thirty two or just under one thirty two. Have you ever driven around 30, the track? Two thirty two. I have not. My uncle that's, has. That's what I want to do. I want to drive around the track. They got those. Uh, they have like the two seater where they have somebody. Yeah, one uh, one rides with Andretti, right? Yeah, that it's would usually, be crazy. I think it's usually some like former driver or somebody that does it. So speaking on Indy, and then we talked a little bit on the Colts. Our boy Adam Vinatieri retired today, man. It's a sad day. The NFL's all <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> the NFL's all time leading scorer. It's crazy when you think about it. I don't know. About his, think about his last few years, all the kind of bitter taste he left in the Colts' mouth. I mean, you love him, but that was kind of a bad way to go out. Yeah, I feel like he could have went out a, a while ago. You know, I think he stayed on a little too long. But I mean, you gotta tip your hat. That's what's sad to see is like it's not like I mean yeah it was just like due to his ability to maintain the job is why he has to retire. Twenty four years in the NFL. That's a long time. He himself, and and if you think about it, one hundred percent won his team. I think we said earlier two or three Super Bowls. At the last second for the Super Bowl, it was. Either you make it, you win, you miss it, you lose. Most clutch of all time? Uh, I'd say you definitely probably have to put him in the conversation, if not, honestly. Because, I mean, like, yeah, that, that stat alone there, I mean, two two Super Bowls that he got the dub, you know? Why? I mean, I don't, that's pretty crazy. I don't really know another name I'd be able to throw out That's what there. I was going to say. Oh, yeah. As, Most clutch kicker. Or, yeah. I was saying kicking. I, Kicker, you, you gotta say, say. Would you say he's the goat of kicking? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Longevity and his accolades. I mean, he's the NFL, and everyone that's played that in that league, Adam Vinatieri has scored the most points. It's wild. Half the, How one, is that possible, bro? I, like, I thought about that, too, because he's getting one and threes. Yeah. Not, like, as a quarterback. Do you get six? Does, does, do quarterbacks get points in that situation? Yeah. Yeah, I wonder what or, the leading score list looks like. Let me see. I'm pretty sure it's like mostly kickers because I think every time he scored. So I don't know if a quarterback gets six points for throwing a touchdown. I think you have to go into the end zone for it. Okay, so I like think I could be, I could be wrong. What do you mean, like 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 him running it? Yeah, yeah I think for the quarterback to get six points, that, may, that would make sense. Running it in, and so you got to think. I mean, the amount of different people that scored touchdowns. That game's like, yeah, they might get six, but you're talking about like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, what's the average running back touchdown at the end of a season? Roughly? Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, you're going to have running backs that may, maybe only get like eight touchdowns throughout a year or something like that. Meanwhile, I mean, kicker's going to kick extra points, kick field goals, just rack them yeah. up. I mean, yeah. And he was on some pretty high power. I mean, he was on the Colts offense with throughout all those years where they were just running points up. That makes sense. One of the NFL's most high-powered offenses for a while was that Colts, man. That was crazy. We were good for a 12-4 and four season every time. Good old for Peyton sure. Manning. Can't be mad at it. All right, so I, I have one more question. I hate this, dis- the, this discussion. Did Adam Vinatieri carry Tom Brady? I mean, in a way, I mean, he won them Super Bowls, but. 
That was like I, three out of sure. what Brady's like, like six. How long was Vinatieri around when Brady was on, like actually playing the Patriots, like starting for the Patriots? Definitely three. So was, was that first Super Bowl that Vinatieri won with the Patriots? Was that when Brady came in to replace? He was on New England from '96 uh, to '05. <laughs> when Brady come in at like oh two thousand two thousand one? Uh, I want to say it was before that. 90, I don't know. It might be half and half. I mean, at least Super Bowl rings wise. You can't. Who? Where'd you find that? I know. So, back when I was saying about the hatred part, I hate, like, because I was looking at Adam Vinatieri's retirement. Like, I saw a tweet about it. And, like, I knew going in that if I was going to read the replies, it was going to be just the way people are nowadays. But, like, it was like people, like, hating on him or saying something to, like, trash him. It's like, and one of the things was like carried Brady, like that was a popular thing to just reply with carried Brady, blah blah blah. And it's like that's the the hate part I was talking about. But I mean, I had to throw it on the episode, I guess. Raise the question. I don't think carry him, but won him some games, maybe. Yeah, sure. Like you know, I like, mean, pull him out of the pull him out of the pickle, you know. Oh yeah, them Super Bowls. I mean, you can't argue with that because, like I said earlier, obviously a lot goes into an NFL game. But if you, if you're kicking a game winning field goal. You make that, you win, and if you miss it, at the end of the day, you lost that game. So, like, I think yeah. that's back on his Super Bowl, like, game-winning field goals. Like, that is ice. Literally. That's just <laughs> the amount of nerves that could be going into that. Do you know how many people are looking at you at that moment in time? <laughs> Not even, like, physically, like, on TV? That is crazy. I couldn't imagine for the Super Bowl. I mean, think of yeah, every kicker, even every time, hundred percent. After every touchdown, you're kicking a field goal. You're kicking long field goals. Kickoffs. And, uh, sometimes I looked it up. Like Derrick Henry led the league in rushing touchdowns this year at seventeen. <laughs> so which is I quite mean, a bit. But so seventeen times six would be a hundred and two. So I mean, that's all the points he got for a year. So that means. So the kicker kicked all 17 of those field goals. I mean, assuming that they made all of them. So that's 17 points right there. And then you got to think about all the field goals, all the other people that scored touchdowns. I mean, how many touchdowns did we say? Tannehill threw 30 some? 33. Yeah, so that's I mean, that other, that's times. another 33 points. I mean, that's. It's actually crazy. That's, that's, that's 50. That's that 50 makes points. sense. That's 50 points for the kicker, assuming that he made all of them. Just an extra points between Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill's passing touchdowns that's crazy i've always like wondered yeah. that in my mind like how because well i guess i didn't i never knew that as a quarterback to get points it had to be like a rushing i didn't I, th- I for some reason i thought when you threw a touchdown pass it like counted towards your points yeah because if that counted then i mean it's definitely not gonna be i mean you have quarterbacks throwing 50 plus touchdowns there. a year and that's yeah. six points yeah yeah, what about if they got pick six and subtracted six? That'd be cool. <laughs> All right, I want to end this with a Twitter question. We finally have a question from um, someone other than us, and it's uh, Pat Fockett. He <laughs> raises the question, do you think that they only wear face masks to stop Tom Brady from kissing the other players? It's because valid. the only reason that uh, masks are being worn in the NFL right now, okay? Does, it, does that mean helmet face mask or does that mean COVID mask? Because I initially I thought COVID, but when I read it out loud, maybe they're talking about the helmet oh, face masks. If they're referring to <laughs> helmet <laughs> face masks, they're, they're 
they're referring to COVID face ass. That means the whole world's been trying to keep themselves together. <laughs> Tom Brady's about to be a menace. You saw him drunk. <laughs> Everyone had to throw a mask throwing, on real quick. Dude's throwing Lombardi trophies across across the river, across the lake, like it's uh, you know, just. Oh, no, that's dude, one thing. As being else. a cool. As being a Colts fan, I can't really say that I hate Tom Brady. I feel like I, I always hated Belichick more. So, I definitely hated Tom Brady, but after he left and he still smacks, I mean, oh, I don't man. hate him as much. I guess I just hated the yeah. whole Patriots thing. I just he and he was a part of the Patriots, so like you had to hate him. But like yeah. being a Colts fan, I now he's not there, it. and I'm like, I don't really care. Honestly, yeah, I hate the Patriots more than anything. I don't hate Belichick directly. I don't hate Brady directly. Just the whole they just Patriots. beat everybody for so long. Just and the Patriots fan base. And that, and too. I think what really, like, put, they were, you know, when I was a huge Colts fan for a while, uh, still being, you know, a Steelers fan, they were beating on the Colts. And then a couple of years ago, there was, a, like, a really important game for the Colts or the Steelers to beat the, the Patriots, and they called a terrible call saying Jesse, uh, Jesse James did not get the, the touchdown. Because he, like, didn't have control of it? Yeah. Yep, yeah, I remember I was, that. That was bad. <laughs> I was so mad. So and of course, you know, I get what you're saying. It was the Patriots, you know, like you just can't yeah. stand them. And then, like, they go in to Atlanta, or they play the Falcons, and they. That was the know, same year. Oh. I don't know. I don't know if that was the same. I think year, you might be right. Like, I think you. I think you might be right. Uh, you know, it's just like, dang, bro. I think I was talking smack to my brother because my brother is a huge New England fan. I was like, mad the yeah. Falcons did choke that. I was so mad they choked that. How did you like, choke that? Was it like twenty eight to three? They got shook, and then I want to say it was like in sometime in the third quarter, maybe late third quarter. I would say if there's any Patriot I do not like, it's Julian Edelman. <laughs> it's just because he's a short white guy who thinks he's a baller, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he only sees Julian Edelman in him. <laughs> <laughs> I just know. I just like that's just the one guy. I'm like, screw that guy, man. All right. So to conclude, yes, uh, they make the players wear face masks to stop Tom Brady from kissing everybody because he's a big kisser. So shout out to DJ for the question. He kisses his son on the lips. That's just kind of weird. That's a little weird. The video raised some concerns, definitely. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. I hope you guys did enjoy this one. Please don't forget to follow us, subscribe to us wherever you're listening. Leave us a review. Leave us a five-star review, and uh, we'll see you on episode five.